Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, we're going to talk about modernizing the healthcare C-suite. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right, came across this interesting article story. Looks like it was from an interview that was done. It's in the New England Journal of Medicine Catalyst, Innovations in Care Delivery. The title of the story is Modernizing the Healthcare C-Suite. And they did a an interview with David Labarsky, who is a doctor, MBA, Vice Chancellor of Human Health Sciences and Chief Executive Officer at UC Davis Health System. And the conversation looks like it stemmed from a question around what does the modern healthcare C-Suite look like? And what you have is you have the traditional roles that are still part of the C-suite. Obviously, you still have the CFO, you still have the COO, you still have the, the chief medical officer, amongst others. But he goes on to talk about a handful of other titles that he's looking at. And I'm going to go through some of these real quick, and then we'll do the so what at the end. Chief strategy officer or chief transformation officer, the chief strategy or transformation officer needs to determine how to partner with other healthcare organizations, payers, government, and public health to create win-win solutions for everyone. Labarsky references a 2021 New England Journal of Medicine Catalyst article that describes how UC Davis has worked to upskill its partners around the region to better take care of patients and serve the community. What a great role. What a great way of defining that role, to be honest with you. All right, so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting to my so what at this point. Chief strategy, chief transformation officer, but not only those titles, but how he defines it. He defines it as uh, the person who creates new types of partnerships with other healthcare organizations, payers, and the government. He goes on, chief digital health officer and chief innovation officer. And as we look at those, the chief information officer uh, has uh, moved from caretaker implementer of the EMR into subordinate role to the new chief digital health officer, chief innovation officer. Technology is driving a lot of the change that we need to implement on behalf of our patients. It's critical that we meet evolving consumer demands. Labarsky says, a majority of patients now expect to be able to find medical information and set up appointments online and well beyond that, actually. I will push him a little bit on that, which he already knows. I mean, if he's saying this, chief digital health officer and chief innovation officer. And essentially what he's saying is the chief information officer needs to move into those roles, to move out of the caretaker implementer role into those roles. Again, love where that is going. Chief experience officer, many health organizations, <laughs> let me try that again. Many health organizations already a chief patient experience officer 
And UC Davis changed this role to chief experience officer because it's not just the patients and their families who need the best possible care experience. Staff experiences matter as well. Staffing challenges are healthcare CEO's current top priority. The way you deal with that is you take really good care of your staff. Absolutely. So what he's saying is if you already have a chief patient experience officer, it's a person who already has the skill set, make them a chief experience officer. They have a broader set of responsibilities, which also focus in on your staff. And since clinician burnout is one of our top issues, this makes a heck of a lot of sense. Chief wellness officer. The chief wellness officer role became particularly critical as COVID-19 exacerbated frontline worker burnout and issues around retention. It's a great when you know you're supposed to be resilient, but after a two-year pandemic, I think everybody's resilience has been tested, Lebarski says. Making sure that somebody is looking after the mental and physical well-being of our staff and our care providers is just the right thing to do. Chief wellness officer, interesting. I think of this person, if you think of MASH, I think it was Father Mulcahy was sort of the chief wellness officer. He was the one who sort of milled around and talked to people, obviously from a spiritual perspective, but also just from a wellness perspective. How you doing? Keeping an eye on people and that that kind of thing. So again, a critical role at this juncture as well. I have yet to disagree with anything he has on here so far. See, next one, chief marketing officer. Patients aren't interested in being sold the product of healthcare. Instead, they are loyal to the healthcare organizations they can be proud of. That's an interesting way of saying that. The chief marketing officer at UC Davis directs the selling of the organization's core values, including diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice, being careful stewards of the environment, looking to the future for children, and speaking for underserved communities. I like how he's talking about marketing. I like selling those aspects of marketing. At the end of the day, though, your COO needs to deliver a product that people can rely on for their health. You need to be, need to be the trusted partner for health in your communities. But if you listen to Steve Jobs about marketing, this is absolutely what you're selling. You're selling all those intangibles of we are a partner in the community. We are stewards of the environment. We care about equity. We care about social justice. We care about the things you care about. Uh, good marketing campaign, good role to have. And I've said for years that we've uh, not done marketing well in healthcare. Clearly, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to take a bunch of money and throw it on a billboard here and there and uh, plaster your U.S. News and World Report rankings around and make sure that you sponsor the baseball team, the football team, and the basketball team in your local markets. I think we have to get more sophisticated. Our message has to get uh, better as we go out there. So chief marketing officer is a critical role. Chief DEI officer, diversity, equity, inclusion. It's critical that everybody who comes into your organization truly feels they belong there, Lebarski says, and that culturally and linguistically appropriate services that are high class are truly provided. While clinicians may strive to provide equal treatment, we don't even do that yet, he adds. Implicit biases exist and healthcare leaders and staff must check themselves and each other. A DEI leader can ensure everyone gets trained, but beyond that, they can help different care groups work toward equitable outcomes, not just equal treatment. DEI efforts should be given time, funding, and dedicated support. Okay, 
I'm glad he. Yeah, I was. I was. I was wavering there until he got to the last line. DEI efforts should be given time, funding, and dedicated support. Uh, I think also we should have uh, compensation for CEOs tied to some of these initiatives. If we're going to go out there and wave this flag around, let's be serious about it. Let's have dedicated support. Let's have funding, and let's have compensation tied to it. So, Chief DEI Officer. And then Chief Sustainability Officer from reducing plastic and anesthetic waste and greenhouse gas emissions to constructing LEED certified buildings. This is the only one I'm going to disagree with. Not because I, 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 I disagree with this concept. I absolutely agree with this concept. And I believe we need to be uh, stewards of the environment that we live in, especially in the communities that we serve. We need to be leaders especially as the largest employer in most cities and places that we operate, we need to be there. And so why would I say we need dedicated person for DEI, but not for sustainability? Because I don't think we need that chief sustainability officer. I think it's an, I think it's overkill. I think we need consultants to come in and work with our teams and our teams have great ideas for sustainability and had a great conversation with Dr. Michael Pfeffer from Stanford around this and the initiatives that they're doing did not come from a chief sustainability officer, it just came from the organization itself. He asked, you know, what's a, what's a core value? What should we be working on? And, and up from the team came, we should be the most sustainable IT organization in the country. And then they developed the, the plans and programs around that. Now, the reason I say consultants is because sometimes we don't know the thing. There's areas we don't know and understand, but I think a consultant can help us in that. That's the only one I would say no to. But here's the big question, and this is maybe the so what. You're probably listening to this going, man, they must have a lot of money. And it's, you know, it's the UC system. So they have college and education money. They're an academic medical center. So they have AMC type money. And and they're part of a, an extremely large system in the state of California. So, and they get research dollars, you get it, you get the picture. So they can afford to have all of these roles. What happens if you're a system that cannot have all of these roles? What are you to do? So let's, let's go back through these. Chief strategy officer, chief transformation officer. If you don't have the money for that, what's the best role or how do you come up with this? And this is the person who determines, you know, remember back, it's the, it's the partnerships, Right. Other healthcare organizations, payers, government, public health, you know, who's who's driving these relationships? Well, it could be the head of your medical group. It can be the COO who is uh, driving some of those relationships. It could be the hospital system CEOs that could be given some of this. Depends how big your system is. If you're a single hospital system, then, you know, this is probably the CEO, quite frankly. CEO, whatever the group of uh, C-suite that you do have at a one hospital system or a smaller health system, you're just sharing these concepts across that entire team. Chief strategy and transformation officer in a little larger system, maybe a billion dollar health system. Again, you might be looking at one of your hospital CEOs. You might be looking at the COO themselves or I don't know. I, I mean, you could look at a lot of difference, but this is, has to be somebody who sees things in terms of relationships and building out networks to deliver care, that, that entire continuum of care, and looks at ways to benefit the communities that you're serving by building out partnerships. Chief Digital Health and Chief Innovation Officer, clearly if you're a really small system, this is your CIO, and potentially some of these, some of these uh, things could be handled 
by a vice president of technology or whoever your chief nerd is, your chief tech person is, if it's if it's not your CIO, your CIO and CTO can handle this together. Sometimes the combination of CIO, CMIO could do this pretty well as also. Chief experience officer, if you don't have the money for this, this is a tough one because this is a combination of CIO and chief marketing officer, I think, coming together or marketing coming together. There's an awful lot of things that, that fall into experience that, that marketing people fundamentally understand and get. Uh, so again, that's a stretch and the CIO is a little bit of a stretch here as well. The, the, this is going to be a muscle that needs to be developed if you're going to build out these capabilities. So maybe CIO, CMO, if that's what you have in your single hospital or, or, or small system. Chief wellness officer, I think if you have, a, again, a small system, I think this has to go to your CMO or maybe even your, your if you have a nursing officer, maybe nurse, nursing officer, maybe there's a team of people that comes together for the wellness officer, but I think that role is critical. Chief marketing officer, I think you have to have a head of marketing. So whether that's a chief or not, it depends on the size, I guess. Chief DEI officer, if you do not have the money to go out and spend on this, then I think you're looking at HR, you're looking at the CEO, again, if you're a small system, and chief sustainability officer, as I said before, I don't think you need to hire for that role. I think this is something that you could kick off an initiative across your health system and there's enough stuff out there and you can bring a, a consultant to help you to really drive sustainability efforts across your entire health system. So that's my really, that's my so what. Sometimes you read these articles and you're like, oh my gosh, must, must be great to have money. And uh, the UC system evidently does have money. But I think these these are good roles and this is good ways to think about these these roles and responsibilities and incorporating them, no matter how big you are, into the roles of the people that you do have, because a lot of these things are going to be critical moving forward. All right, that's all for today. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You get the picture, we are everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. And if you want to partner with us for 2023, just shoot a note to partner at thisweekhealth.com. Thanks for listening. That's all for now. <laughs>